Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 5 o'clock here in the Bayou City, second hour of The Outdoor Show. And no better way to get it started off than let's run over to Venice, Louisiana. Check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat, RJ's Hunting and Fishing. Hey, Mike, good morning. How are you, bud? I'm good. I'm That's good. What have you done to them, man? They are. God, I well, done we ran up against two really great pitchers the last two nights, and it showed. And yeah, our, pitching our pitching is uh, very suspect. Yeah. We're we're in trouble. These, hey, some of these rookie pitchers are doing a great job for for what it is, but uh, we're we're not going to go anywhere with those guys. I mean, I'd like no. to be the ultimate optimist and everything, but uh, hey, it is what it I is. Think, yeah, I think the one with uh, France. France, yeah, he's been the yeah. most impressive. And look at b like the last time he pitched. Oh, yeah, that was very surprising. Yeah, well, so, I don't know. And Hunter I'm Brown sure last night was very disappointing. <laughs> he couldn't yeah, get a breaking are. ball over to save his life. It was all over the place. Well, if he did, they hit it. Yeah. It didn't have much uh, Didn't have much on it. So, you know, and everybody has their off nights. It's like fishing. Hey, some days you get them, some days you don't. Well, that's true. You know, we're on the backside of that moon right now. It ain't real fun. But. I know. The struggle's real. I'm hearing it from everybody. I'm just longing for a really fantastic fishing report. Uh, Bullreds or, you know. <laughs> Eating a prop yeah, off the boat. <laughs> yep. But, you know, it's it's short-lived. Um, you know, it's mid-morning. You can, you can kiss it goodbye. I mean, all you got to do is watch the machine and, when that tide hits, when it bottoms out uh, or tops out, it's done. Good night, Irene, huh? Yep. Ain't just much to get about it. Man. But you can keep pushing around because they don't. They didn't. They don't leave. No. You know the bait just goes down and they just. Well, there's a reason for that road. because the fish activity stops, so the bait gets relaxed and they can go back down and re- yeah. chill out too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. That's it, you know. But you know, only good thing I got going is I come back into the 
river system, and I got current, so, and I've got some of them cuts that um, got that wind on them, so mm-hmm. with the river current and the wind, I got some pretty strong, and some of it's too strong. Right. But, uh, you know, I can still, them old flatties, they'll still bite. You get it in their face, they'll eat it, so. So you're still well, catching them flounder, man. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be nonstop now. And I hadn't hit, I hadn't hit a third of the spots that I generally catch them in. So, right. You know, and I know there's a lot of spots that probably nobody's ever fished for them, and they're there. It's weird, you know. I mean, I catch them in, you know, they really like them corners. Um, on that current, they like them corners. And then some of them drains is they like to be right dead in the middle of it. That one Darlene caught the other day, I told her, I said, I was throwing on the corner of it. And I told her, I said, just go right out in the middle of it and let's go to the bottom and hop it back. And she went, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but anyhow, that's that's how, that's what the flounder bite is. It's, what are you um, catching them flounder on? What are you feeding them on the bottom? What are you uh, just jigging? Down south. Down south? Um, yeah. The, um, one day it seems like they want a whitish type bait, but then mm-hmm. I've got a little green grub I'm throwing. It's, it's green chartreuse tail with a white belly on it. Kind of really looks like one of them finger mullet good in the water, you know. And right. They, that's my hot one. Matter of fact, I called Mike yesterday and ordered some because I didn't have but a handful of them. I needed some of them. I think you're called. Uh, I need to try some. I, I don't ever throw them. I've got so much other stuff. I mean, I can't even throw oh, what I've got. You it, know, it, you know and, and you're right. Uh, I understand it. But, I mean, I fell in love with that bait, them baits when he first come out with them. I met him at the. I don't know if it was a boat show, if it was a fishing show. That's where mm-hmm. I met him out years ago when he first come out. He set up a little old Tim Tim booth, and my God, now he's got him a 30 booth. And people standing in line to buy his bait. So, man, well, it, that job. bait kind of reminds me of the old uh, Hackberry Hustler, you know, like those guys throw over there. Right. Calcasieu. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the action, but, the way it responds, and the kind of the configuration right. of it and everything. Yeah. That tail action on that bait is just, you know, I can hold it to every side of the boat in that current. That little old tail is just a wiggling like Just a crazy. wiggling away. It's a, it's a fishing. It's swimming. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, you know. And then you got, you know, like the guy I was talking about the other day, is kind of poaching up on everything. He's throwing live shrimp on them on the Carolina rig, so. And them shrimp are everywhere. Are they? You got a lot of shrimp this year? Oh, it's stupid. Sad part of it is the guys not getting anything for them. And they, some of them just quit. They quit trawling. Versus what they're getting for them versus that diesel price. Yeah, I mean, that that, that just doesn't make sense. Everything has uh, gone up enormously, you know, with the huh. inflation and everything else. And the shrimpers are still getting minimal for what they do yeah then that's that's, i mean i mean you don't even see any shrimp boats over here where i'm at anymore man they're all gone i mean opening day 
like May 15th and August 15th, you know, when they reopen everything. Right. I mean, each bay would have two, 300 boats in it. Right. And I, th- I think that's why we have such a, uh, you know, there's such a prevalence of predator fish now with all the, p- the dolphins and the sharks and all that stuff. They used to live on them shrimp boats. They never came to the shorelines and looked for you or your trout. They they didn't have to. They had all the coal yeah. they wanted. You bet. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Kept all and the you know you, all the bycatch. You know, kept all the bait out of the bays where fish were. You know, they'd eat all day long. Yeah. You know, we've got two or three shrimp docks down here. The main one's been there forever. Mm-hmm. She's four dollars a pound. On being there, it's gonna be ten, twelve. They're big shrimp, and uh, but. She ain't giving no. She ain't giving over two dollars a pound for the shrimp right. right now. Um, matter of fact, there was a boat, a shrimp boat, set up in Venice's harbor, anchored up right in the middle where everybody come by. So on, he had on the sign on the boat was ten twelve for three dollars. Wow! I, I think Bill Butler shorted out on that deal, and I don't know if he could do anything about it or not, but he wasn't happy about it. <laughs> hey, free enterprise, man. Capitalism yeah. is the way it works. But on top of that, too, though, I don't know. That guy would have to have uh, a, a retail license also. Right. You know, you, I can pull up on them shrimp boats that's anchored up during the day, you know, in them bayous and stuff and try to get some just bait off of them. Not just trying, I'm not trying to buy, you know, uh, Eating stuff, table shrimp, yeah, so, yeah, they'll go no, 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 can't, me no sell, can't sell. And I went, okay, they're scared. They don't know, you know, with undercover wildlife fishery, and they'll bust their butts for it. Sure, they will. Now, I know a couple of them that I pull up there to them if I recognize the right boat, and he'll give them to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he just hand me a sack full of fresh shrimp, but uh, it's interesting. I can only imagine what shrimp are like H-E-B or Kroger. They're not cheap. Oh, I bet they're not. Because the I'm, more, I'm, the more I'm, it changes hands and goes up the ladder, the higher they get. Yes. And um, uh, we don't have, we probably don't have a third of what we generally have that's shrimping this year. Well, my cleaning lady that cleans the uh, camp and stuff there, her husband's a shrimper, and he quit. He, uh, he just, yeah, a lot of them person. had to. It's not worth their time and effort. No, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, we throw that cash net that first day that we went offshore, kind of on the outside, and uh, instead of going into that bayou, and I don't know, we probably caught twenty five, thirty in that cash net. So there's a lot of shrimp. I see them hopping everywhere. I see them in the river. I mean, in the river, not in the not in the river system, the main river. I go out there and fish some of them rocks and stuff, and you'll see them shrimp hopping. Right. On them rocks and stuff. I'm going, where all them redfish are, they don't have to be outside. And come in here and feed on these finger mullets for, that, for sure. Them finger mullets are thick in that river. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, it's awesome. So, but on them flounder, it's just, you know, you've got to have something 
that matches a mullet because that's mainly what they're eating. Right. And, you know, we've had a we've had one or two run of storm minutes that's tried to make a little run out, but that first school front that we get in September, it'll be stupid. So one thing that's uh, kind of duck hunters are fretting, we, you know, before that river done this, the grass was unbelievable. I mean, it was like it come up overnight. Mm-hmm. And there's some of these shortcuts that I'm running across some of them big flats. Uh, you know, I was comfortable because I could see the grass, but right. all of a sudden now I'm not seeing the grass. So we've had too much salt water. It's like the elephant ears and all that. Uh-huh. They've all done died. So that's how much fresh water we got. Oh, elephant ears. Remember when everybody used to plant those in their flower beds and, you know, in yeah. wet areas? <laughs> My grandmother used guy. to. She loved them elephant ears. I saw a guy in a big old, I don't know what it was, big old flat. But we, what's them old big them crabbers use? What do they call that boat? Oh, a Lafitte skiff? Or, no, not the Lafitte. There's another one. Carolina. Carolina, Carolina skiff. skiff? Yeah, that's what most of them down here use. But um, I saw an older gentleman had waders on, and he was digging up. When they first come up, you know, they just, Ain't very big, right? And uh, he was digging them up and putting them in his boat. And I asked somebody, "Marine, you know, what do you think about somebody down there harvesting them elephant?" Oh yeah. He said, "You ain't paid no attention. Next time you go to Home Depot, see how much they are. <laughs> like fifteen dollars for a oh, pot of elephant yeah. here." And I went, "I understand what he's doing now." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the only you know the backlash. Uh, like I said, the duck hunters are getting real concerned because. The wild rice, it's uh, it's not it's not there now. Like being choked out by the elephant ears. No, it's choked out because that's salt water. Yeah, it's salty. Yeah, too much salt. It can't. Yeah, it can't take it. So all the grass, there's no pepper grass at all. Because I had one of my big bass fishermen down a couple of weeks ago, and he said, "Man, where's all that pepper grass at?" And I said, "Uh." <laughs> It ain't here. I said that that salt water's done got in here too hard on it. So, Man. and I'm not seeing the bass boats like I generally do. You know, when that river gets like this, you, I mean, it's just there's bass boats. There. But and on top of that, when I'm flounder fishing, I'm catching a few bass. So, are you? Oh yeah, yeah. I got one spot. Mm-hmm. It's a little corner, and there's always current coming around it. And I don't care if it's high tide, low tide, no tide. It's always got current on it. And if I can flip it in there tight enough, generally I'm going to catch a bass. Because, you know, them flounder, I try to get up there as tight as I can. You know, just like bass fishing, try and pitch that jig head up there and let it fall right down that rosum cane. Mm-hmm. And they might be a flounder right there, but generally you're going to have to top it out there two or three foot, and that's where they're going to be laying. But it, another difference, too, I. I you know, I catch them in two or three foot of water. And then I've got some corners that are 10 foot, you know, just straight down bank. Right. And you'll catch them on it too. I mean, it's it's just it, it's just all about understanding it. And Good flounder habitat, man. 
drop-offs and points yeah. and all that are always yeah. just prime right. target areas. You know, they they yeah. like to lay on the bottom and ambush bait on current changes. You know, a lot of times when Sounds I... Sounds good, I'm, huh? I'm, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and a lot of times I'm, you know, I'm flounder fishing and the guy hadn't been with me while I'm catching him flounder. And, you know, and I'm just watching my machine and hitting every drain I can find, you know, on right. whatever pass I'm in. And then I'll pass one up and go, what's wrong with that one right there? I said, I ain't never caught one right there. But I don't stop on it no more. Because exactly. it is, it, it's work. I mean, yeah. you know, it's up and down getting on that trolling motor and getting the bird getting spot locked. And most of the places I do have spot locked because it's too deep for them setting the boat up. I can't put my fire pole down. And uh, so. Yeah. All right, Mike. Fun. Hey, man, stay with it. You have a good weekend, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Somebody wants to call you about coming over and hooking up. Give them some info, bud. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunt and Fish. All right, buddy. Well, Mike, always a pleasure. I'll see you. Talk to you next week, man. All right. Later. Y'all be safe, Mickey. Later. Catch him up. All right, brother. All right, that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat over in Venice, Louisiana. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Saturday morning, it's 519 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Galveston now over to Tiki Island. Let's check in with Captain James Plog. JP, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? What's happening? Oh, nothing, man. Just chilling right now. Chilling? Mm-hmm. It's kind of calm. Yeah, it, wind from somewhere. It looks like out of the east. Out of the east. Has it? It was due south earlier. 
Maybe we'll it have those light on. and variable winds. I like those days when it uh, blows out of about six or seven different directions at about three miles an hour. Oh Perfect. yeah, that don't. That's good. No, nah, I don't. There ain't no ripples, and I'm looking at some bush. It's south for sure, but it's got a little bit east in it for that bush right there to be moving around. Let's see. So. Yeah, at Eagle Point, it's south southeast. Up my way, it's southeast, eleven to fourteen. That's the most winds up my way. Down your way, it's six to ten. Yeah, it's 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 not much, but yeah, yeah it's, I got this. Nutter. I got this one a little bush right here. If, he, if he's moving, it's usually got some east in it. Yeah, I remember I used to have my old banana trees. I back down in the days when I lived on Harbor Lane, if those banana oh, yeah. trees were bowed up, it was southwest and just make you want to pull your hair out. <laughs> ain't no lie, man. Uh, there ain't no water. There ain't no water either. It's gone. Boy, tired smoking out at night, ain't it? It's it's man, it's low. That's you know we see what day was it? Thursday, I guess. It was so low, and I didn't think. I said, well, you know, it's, it's where I'm fishing out there. It, it probably is is maybe going out, and I come underneath the bridge, the Tiki Bridge. And, man, it's already moving pretty good right here. I, said, I don't know, but anyway, I plays out there like I got good scent. <clears throat> it's terrible, man. It's current, and there's some wind, and it's muddy. I'm like out there now. I said, man, this ain't gonna work. And I fished for. Really just fish for a little bit, just trying to think, what am I going to do, man? I got to go. I told my guy, I said, look, man, we got to get away from this current. We got to go somewhere where there ain't no current. <laughs> anyway. We, we're never I mean, happy, I mean, are we? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's just, and I knew better. I mean, when I drove out there, I said, man, it's stupid. But you mate, know why you, you know, went out there? Because you've been catching them there. You, how do you keep from it nowadays? You well, you, go. you almost, you, know I mean? you almost got to check it. And, uh, you got to. I did put, I did put the anchor out one time. And hey, man, you throw to the right in about two <laughs> seconds. You're like flopping back here behind the boat. Yeah, we were throwing over each other. Hey, that other day you took I, me and David and Laura that time on that donated trip. We auctioned off on that charity thing. I mean, current. Good lord. I mean, I'm throwing, I'm throwing back towards Bolivar and, and my bait and. 20 seconds is headed for Trinity Bay coming by the boat. And as soon as you'd let it get down there and come tight and just pick that rod tip up, want to get on it. I said, this is it, stupid. <laughs> it had a big, it was pretty good. So we, we left and I, I went to a place that's had some fish. There's nobody fishing, dude. Nobody. When I say nobody, nobody. No, like I zero. Mean, that's how tough it is right now. I mean, it's. And I mean, there's like. We saw a boat. My glass said, "Hey, there's a boat." I said, "Man, that's Delano. He's crabbing, man. He ain't fishing." And uh, we pull in there, and I'm just making an old drift, just, just to fish. You know, I got to do something. <clears throat> and they popped an old slick, showed me where they were at. I said, "That's them. They were very far from where I thought they'd be." But anyway, we roll in there. My long story short, he got pretty good. <clears throat> Even I was a long way away from the current where I was at. It was still when I had the hook out. I said, man, look how we're hanging. I said, y'all got to throw to the left right there. Let it come through there. And and it got pretty good. I mean, a lot of little ones, same old deal. But we were sure. catching some nice trout, too. And uh, it got going. We blew some fish, and we probably caught maybe nine or ten. And I'm looking out there out where there's never any fish. 
And it wasn't the same turn either. Old turn would come by, and he'd put the brakes on right there and wheel around. He'd get something. He'd go away. I said, I want that some fish out there. And then, her, you know, a little while later, another turn, same spot, wheel around, get him something. Right. And they finally popped a slick out there. And I didn't want to move. You know, when you find something, you don't want to move. You know, right. you get impatient, you're going to get burned because you should sit right there and fish. And I did for about almost an hour. We ain't caught nothing. Like zero. I said, "All right, man, we got to get out of here. It's terrible." And I said, "But I'm gonna drift out there." And I had to keep pumping up with a trolling motor because the car was sucking me backwards. Right. And I got right there. This has been like an hour ago. There ain't been no birds, no turns, or nothing. But I kind of got right where that little turn was looking. And buddy, it was them. They were there the whole time. I didn't even move on them. Now that got good. <laughs> it was nice trout, and it got it got good. If we were, you know, if you want to keep fish, you know, we caught our old fish in like five minutes. But it got pretty good. But I guess I don't know if that was the fish I was on that moved. I don't think it was. When I was still catching them, I was looking at that out there. And and what they're on, and one of them fish yesterday finally, I thought they're picking up little bitty brownies I can't see is what I thought. Right. But they're getting glass minnows. That's what yeah. they're picking up. One of them old fish, we caught one yesterday about 14 inches long. He flung about a three-inch glass minnow out. See, so that's what them little birds. About a month ago, them glass minnows were, I mean, they're getting pretty big. They're three, four inches long, and that's those trout I was catching up my way were on them glass minnows, man. They same. were blowing them out it, of water when they get feeding. It's, yeah, it's the same. They're not blowing them out, you know, because the current, and it's, you know, it's just nasty. Uh, but that's what they're on. And it got pretty good. And I'm like, okay, well, man, I had to drive through one storm yesterday to get where I was going. And we were catching them, same old deal. They got, they got little. Yesterday everything got little. We caught a handful. And then all that big, yeah, then all that big weather come. Like, you know me, I'll set through anything. I said, man, I'm telling you, this ain't really good enough to set through this one. I mean, if I was catching four pounders, I wouldn't care, but. Let's you know, some of y'all got those storms down there. I didn't get a drop up my way. All I got was a little really, cloud it cover. Have, man, Mickey, they hit hard on the coast. It looks like then they kind of like fade before they get inshore. It's like they they just tear apart. Yeah, this one had some wind in it. This had some. I don't know if it was thirty, but it had some wind in it. You didn't want to sit there, no. and it lasted a while. It kind of just got stuck right there. So anyway, long story short, we get back out there. Then the water's trashed. It's done. We try to fish. Oh, it's stupid. There ain't nothing here. And, <laughs> and then it's like, I said, let's go, man. And I fish, man. I fished there for like an hour, man. It's, it's like, I'm looking at the water. I said, what am I doing, man? Let's go. And it finally calmed down. You know, it was the east wind. When the storms come, then it comes. You know, they went by, and then it comes southwest pretty hard, like real hard. And it was just a mess, messed everything up. And I went back out there deep about 1 o'clock. And it, you know how it used to get out there on that channel, you know, in the middle of the day, man. It oh, yeah. worked. It would get good. Well, it's not good. There's nothing. And uh, I hit two or three places. That's one of the biggest Jeez. disappointing dead zones in the bay system, you know. You know, Mickey, they might be there and I can't find them. You know, no. I don't know. No, too many people have tried. It's just, hey, that's just the way things have changed. Well, Tiki Mike sent me a picture of the flags there at Tiki PD. It's due south. Is it due south? Due south, yeah. 
That's what he said. Yeah. I might have to take his word well, for it. He even sent me a picture of it. Mikey, he knows. You ever spent the night in there, James? In in the jailhouse? Yeah, Tiki PD. Well, not Tiki. I spent the night in the jailhouse, but not Tiki. Not Tiki. But uh, not Tiki. But the, it got really nice up there yesterday, maybe about 1 o'clock. And my guys were like, man, let's go, dude. And I said, okay, I'm going to check one more little thing, and we're gone. We're out of here. And yeah. uh, I stopped on another little spot. And there's there's not. There's nothing, okay? There's nothing to see. I'm just fishing places. It's just like snapper fishing. I pull up fish. There's spot fishing. There's nothing. I hate and, spot fishing. Uh, well, I wait around like, you know, Thursday, them fish kind of showed me. I mean, I went to where they're at, okay? And they finally showed, they kind of showed me where they were at, so it made it a little bit easier. Well, nothing, nothing. And I just stopped on a number. Well, man, you know, about this time, you know, I like to get right here. <laughs> and, buddy, they was there. And it was millions of them. And they were all 14 and a half inches long. We caught yeah. four. Four legal trout. And I promise you we catch, I don't know, 50, 60. Wow. But they're babies, dude. And I was have telling you, them, like, Have you thing. noticed when, when we thought it was really bad a few years ago, we'd have to catch 10 throwbacks to get one keeper? Now the ratio is like 20 and 30 to 1. It's crazy. Well, I mean, you figure that. Okay, you figure we caught 50. Then I'm being conservative. And caught four that you could keep. And they were 12, 12 they were or 13 good. to 1. Yeah, that, it's terrible. But and, I, and then I'm thinking, okay, man, you know, there's so many little ones there can't. You know, the, the, the good fish can't get to it. But we just, finally, we just laughed. Well, I remember when we had all them big fish. You didn't catch a little fish because they got out of the way. They'd have got eight and two. A hundred percent. That's what I was telling you. I said, the big I said, boys took I, over and they dictated everything. Yeah, I said, this place we're fishing right here, what you see right here, that's what I told them, what you see right here, this was, this is what we did. This, if these was, you know, honestly, two and a half to maybe three pound fish, but mainly two-and-a-half, two-and-three-quarter-pound fish. It was the same. You'd catch just as many, just like this, but that's what you caught. Right. And, there, hey, but there's no way to – I don't know how you find it. If you need, and that's what my guys are like, man, Jane, we fish a lot on our own. We can't find nothing like this. What the hell? I can't find nothing like this. Gordon, <laughs> you've got a million places to fish. We stopped on a number. There's no reason on God's green earth to even stop right there. And there was millions of them. Now, they were too small, but there was yeah. trout. So, a sure. lot of luck, brother. A lot of luck. A lot of luck, a lot of hard work. Exactly. But it got nice out there yesterday, about 1 o'clock. The wind finally come up about 2. We come in. They said, man, take me home. <clears throat> and I looked at my watch. I didn't think it was that late. It was like 2.15. I said, man, let's go. So, we blazed off. I got you. Let me knock this break out. I'll be right back. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Hang on a second. All right. Well, you know the Belleville Meat Market? This week they're double featuring the double black pepper pecan smoked sausage and their cheddar cheese pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available there in the store at the meat market. And on special, they have fresh fryers, buck fifty nine a pound when you buy three or more. That's whole fryers uncut and now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section. Hot dogs are Available in original and cheddar. Try those cheddar dogs. They're pretty awesome. And custom processing on pigs and calves all year long. You can actually order a half calf or a hind quarter, and you can have it processed any way you like. And 
wild go- go- you know wild game processing. They're making their Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. Bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville Meat Market celebrating over 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on the Saturday morning. It's 534 here in the Bayou City. All right, James, we are back. Thanks for the hold. No, buddy, ain't nothing. But you know that, that what we've been using, Mickey, is that... Uh... Even in the shallow water, some of these fish are, are in like three eight, three nine, not four foot, maybe right. three five. But the way the current's running, uh, what I what I saw is or figured out <laughs> that it, and I don't use them a lot. It, it, it's a pro elite quarter, but I don't think it's a quarter. No, I know it's, it's not a quarter. It's 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 lighter. It's more of a like a three sixteenths maybe or. You know, I mean, yeah, uh, it's not a quarter, ounce. is it? I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. But that shape of that head, you don't hang up, and you just take that thing, and throw it up, and just even in that shallow stuff that you, you know, every now and then you touch the bottom, but you never right. really be grandpa on us. Hey, man, if y'all start touching that bottom, you know, bump it up a little bit, and and I'm using the same head, eleven three, no matter. So anyway, we rode out there and hit the pencils yesterday. And it was just, I think you said it a minute ago, I mean, you had to, like, they're, like, living on the bottom. Like, right. man, that can't be a fish. You just, you just all of a sudden, <laughs> you just, like, man, there's something there. You set the hook. And Your line pencil. just kind of tightens up. You know, you feel that, like you're, fig- you're fixing to hang up on the bottom, but it's a fish on there. Yeah, and Jimmy Gray is one of my guys. Jimmy's I hate no bottom fish like that. Oh, hey, but look at that. So he's no bottom dweller where he's getting them. And I'm like, okay, this guy's been fishing me for 30 years. I said, I know how he fishes. Yeah, so if I he's getting them, you know what you got to do, right? You better get on down there and turn some oysters on, man. <laughs> we got to catching them, and then pencils come up on top. Like, man, you don't see nothing. And I threw one time, and it, it's sinking, and he slams off with it. And I said, yeah. hey, man, y'all run that thing up a little bit. Next time I fired up there about a two count, just started smoking it back. You can't get it back. They right. all came to the top. Right. And they all started biting. It was, got I think them going. It was, got them going, and it was right on the end of that current coming in. It was fixing the switch and go out. 
And uh, I don't know how I didn't, didn't see him jumping out of the water. You'd get three or four. By that, granted, I'm talking about 14-inch trout, you know. But it's fun for the guys. I mean, hey, man. Hey, in Louisiana, you'd have died and gone to heaven. Oh, man, I'd have, man, I'd have been in, in, the, in the Wall Street Journal over there, man. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, then they came up, and it's just, just doubles just as fast as you can catch them. And then we caught a couple of good ones, and they started to fade. I watched, watched the whole thing go down from just barely getting them, getting them going. Now they're on top. Now they're eating everything inside. Last about 20 minutes. Then they fade. Then when I left, you can still sit there and beat on them if you wanted to, but I'm not going to beat on those 14 and a half inches. You could have still caught some, but the big bite, the big feeds, it was done, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the timing on this thing. You know, sure. they said, hey, will you come? I said, man, I said, I used to come out here this time of day when everybody goes home and get calm in the middle of the day. And you come out here on this channel and just stroke them. There'd be like 50 working school birds. birds working. Exactly. It's the same <laughs> We get on them pads, start nuking them fish, and then you look down the channel. There'd be fifty schools of birds working all the way to Elise and past. You know. Yep. Hey, and you make that loop. Then I do it a lot. I do it a lot, and you just don't don't see nothing. And if you do see them, you better not stop, man, because it's a good chance it's got whiskers. You got that right, slimy whiskers. Boy, their oh things are taking over the world. Man, I got so mad the other day. I told you I lost my rod, but yeah, if I twisted in my line and jerked my rod over the side. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, I had a – we were sitting out there. I tell you how rough it was. One morning sitting on my leaning post, and a wave broke over his head, and water was dripping off his cap. I said, man, that was a pretty good wave right there. So he hires a trout, and I got a nasty gas top, a big one. And he spins around and, and goes on the other side of the boat. So I'm trying to get him. I get him. Big wave breaks over me. Now I'm soaking wet. Now I'm mad. Now I've got this gaff top. And I took him <laughs> off, and I set my rod on the side of the boat. Well, I need to net rig him on these old fish. So I took that gaff top. I just threw him in the water, and I had a little bit of line hanging out from my rod sitting on the edge of the boat. Yeah. And his tail got wrapped up in that little bit of line I hang out. There goes my rod. My oh, stuff. My no. rod reel. Dude, I was sad. So I reached over there with the net. I tried to get it. It swims off at <laughs> the gaff top. I'm soaking wet. Then I net rigs old trout. And I'm like, man, I was not happy for a while. So I think I caught a gaff top about three hours later, and I got the pliers, and I beat him in the head and watched him spin around in a circle. And I shot him off the hook. <laughs> Boy, that's... Uh, I, I called Jimmy Burns. I guess they for yesterday said, Jimmy. You charge me for this one if you want to. But now I told him what happened. He started laughing. He said, man, that's a tool. What do you want? I'll send you whatever you need. It's just the point of it, which is stupid, you know, because you got a stupid gap top. I hate them things, man. Yeah, they they become a nuisance this time of year. Just think of you fishing with bait. I don't know how you fish with bait. I don't know. Lane was telling me some horror stories about live shrimp. I mean, you can't keep the hardheads and gaff top off of it. It's just, it's pitiful. And now the skippies are showing up. Yeah, hey, we did hook a couple skippies yesterday. Oh, so yesterday morning. And I'm telling you right now, where I was fishing, it wouldn't have been fast by no means. But if the storm don't get me, we catch them. I mean, you know, I'm sitting in them. We already caught like three or four, whatever I tell you. I mean, we're, we're catching some fish before the storm comes. Anyway, I hooked a little old trout a little bit. He went, 
And I see the fin come up behind him. I said, hey, watch this shark. And that's the first he, – he ate a pencil, I guess, because that's all that was there. He had to eat that one, no big Right. And I saw the shark. He was about four foot. It's the first time I've seen this. He got that little trout where he got – it was just like his eyeballs, his head, and just a little bit of his gill. I mean, I had about two inches of head. Boy, he, he, he bit that one all the way up. Usually they get them right behind the shoulders, you know, the gill plate. That's when I – that's exactly what I was telling you. I said, man, I don't see this girl, but, I mean, I just got a uh, <laughs> That shark was hungry. <laughs> that shark was hungry, man. He wasn't that big, but, but I seen him. But he was living out there with them, with them fish and them pencils. But it's weird, like Thursday, now there, there was nobody there Thursday. Nothing to move, nothing around, nothing to bother, nothing. And we caught, you know, we didn't catch no big fish, but we caught nice trout. I mean, you yeah. caught nice ones. And then yesterday it was a windy and a couple of boats and you know they were you know small, but I don't know, buddy. You just kind of it's just got to work at it. That's all it is. But if, that, if there's fish like what I found yesterday, and granted they're small ones, but how do you? And that's what I told my guys. I said, how do you find anything like this? You can only stop so many times sure. on nothing. And if you don't get lucky, bro, I'm telling you, if I wouldn't have had a bite within about five casts when I stopped on the way home, I was gone. Right. We just got lucky. We pulled cut the key off. And I see Jimmy hook one. I said, man, that was a fish. And I flung it there, and I got one. I said, oh, man. And I just took the hook, and I put the hook out. I think I had it hanging out the side anyway. Well, you know, I but, went man, to Gary and David's 4th of July party, and you know how many fishermen were there, and – all of them were saying the same thing. It's just not even worth our efforts, our time, money, and patience to to fish. That you know they've lived on Trinity Bay all their lives, and all of them have boats, and they're all avid fishermen. And they said, "We're you know we just don't go enough to get on anything, and we're just tired of going and water hauling." You know, man, Mick, you just you just got to get so lucky, bro. You just got to get so lucky. You know, and, hey, I ain't the best at none of this stuff, but when you go enough and if you halfway pay attention, you know, you can go where you know there's something, and if you wait and watch and really study, they may show you a little something. But just to drive around, I did that up there. I went your way one day, and I fished a lot of stuff. I don't fish up there as much as I used to, but I know where to go. Right. And it was just to stop and throw. You had to, like, time yourself. All right, man, about 10 minutes on this deal. And I did that for, like, six hours. And I think I caught four or five illegal trout. Yeah. Well, I, there. this time of year, I mean, I know where to fish in my backyard. And Exactly. I mean, all those reefs we have and, and all the structure and the places fish normally live, they're just not there, James. They're not there. I fish it too hard. I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm throwing my jig out there in the, an area, and I give it 10 minutes and don't get a bite. I'm pretty confident there's nothing there. Even if they're not biting, you're going to get some bites or catch one. You're, even if they're not biting, you're going to get right. something. And that's exactly. exactly what Jim said yesterday. He said, I guess when you – when they're there, they're there, ain't they? I said, man, like you said, fish bite. I mean, if there's something, I'm going to get some packs and follow-ups. I'm going to catch one or two and like, okay, man, I got something. When you don't get nothing, there ain't nothing. 
Yeah, there ain't, nothing there, there man. ain't no blood trails. There ain't no drag marks. <laughs> yeah, ain't there. There ain't nothing. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, but boy. We equated that yesterday. I said, see, this is like snapper fishing, man. I got the numbers. And out here doing this stuff, I got the numbers. And it's, that's what it's become. You, I'm just stopping and fishing, you know. Numbers just, fishing. Just like, yeah. That's, I mean, <laughs> hey, if you don't, you won't. You'll drive around and you run out of fuel. <clears throat> you know, you just, <laughs> you know. Every now and then they'll show you something. You know, the other day on that little old place I was fishing, we made a pass and didn't catch nothing. I said, oh, this is terrible. I said, I'm going to make one more little pass. And I'm coming around. And I said, look at that, man. They just popped the slick. That, well, that's how small the schools are. I missed them fish by maybe 60 yards. Yeah. And got around, right, flung out there, boom, just like it's supposed to be. It's you used to, you could one. miss them by a mile and still catch them. You, know, you could just, be an idiot the way it and still is. catch it's, them. Everything is very <laughs> tight, small What we call it, you could be cold trailing and still catch them. If you cold that's trail it. now, you ain't catching nothing, bro. Cold trailing is literally cold trailing. <laughs> All right, James. Well, look, man, if somebody wants to call you about uh, coming down and fishing with you out of G-Town, how they get a hold of you, man? All right, buddy, 409-771-7306. All right, I'm going to jump the bridge and head over to Sharky now. James, you have a good weekend, buddy. All right, Nick, you too, buddy. Thanks. See you now. Later. All right. Now let's go down and talk to Sharky Marquez, see what he's up to this morning, see what's uh, – what he's got plans for the day of. Sharky, what's happening? What's up, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Where were you at Thursday morning? Man, I was uh, not on the, was I on the In water bed? Thursday morning? In bed. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I spent too much time in bed lately. Jeez, no, this man. time of year, if you're in bed, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If if I tell you what, that's exactly right. If I don't wake up, I'm not waking up ever. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Start planning the funeral, you know. Shoot, man, it's been a it's been a crazy couple of days out this way with the thunderstorms and everything else, but man, yesterday was actually pretty epic. We uh you know, we got rained out in the morning, of course. It was just a freaking rain fest and then it, it got real pretty up until about five o'clock and buddy, we were out there and it lit up like a freaking fourth of July, buddy. Really, it lit up quick on us, man. Yeah, we uh we had a good day yesterday, man. We fished outside the South Jetties and uh and the water clarity was right. You know, we had good good water moving out there and it was pushing right up into the rocks. Um, and we ended up catching a couple nice redfish, trout, uh, sheep's head, pup drum. So had real good light tackle action. Chain hung back into the channel and ended up catching like ten mangroves which was oh. super cool yeah uh that's a bunch of mangroves yeah so, it is caught a flounder and some other cool stuff there and uh man we've just been been grinding out some fish and then my guy said man we want to go catch something crazy so we went out i don't know about half a mile off the tip of the south and ended up bowing up into a 10-foot lemon chart Ooh, and a lemon it was huge man i'm wow. talking about it. it was huge so that line was screaming, and old boy looked like he was about to drop dead after fighting that thing for about 30 minutes. And I'm thinking, man, you know, maybe he's not, maybe he's not acting. Maybe it is a big old shark or something crazy. And boy, that thing <laughs> came up. Its head looked like a daggum school bus. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Surprise, I said, what surprise. the heck? Gomer Powell. That thing is huge. <laughs> that thing is huge. So, anyway, we're just uh, we're getting ready this morning. Fixing to get out there and send it, catch some big fish. I think it's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, we were supposed to go offshore. I don't have to say that it's, it's not doable, but, man, it's just freaking, you know, you're talking about threes, and then by this afternoon, three to fours. Right. You've got just thunderstorms everywhere that, that are going to be popping up out there. So I ended up rescheduling my group. I'm glad I, I'm glad I did and, and took an inshore booking this morning. Yeah, all the rain on radar this morning. It's all out in the Gulf in front of Galveston. All stretches all the way over to Louisiana. Man, I'll tell you what. This rain, buddy, is holding some wind like you wouldn't believe. Man. You know, that's what we James were... was saying a while ago. They got one yesterday <laughs> in the bay, and it had 30-plus mile-an-hour winds in it. Dude, and I'm ta- he's not exaggerating when he's talking about 30-plus. We were sitting outside the south. It went from, you know, nice day, beautiful day to – at least 30, at least. And then, yeah, and then we tried to retreat and anchor up by the concrete ship and mess around there for a little while. But, man, it was like sitting in a hurricane for an hour. It was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. So I was praising Jesus we weren't sitting, you know, 60 miles offshore when that thing hit. Oh, so, man, I've been out there when you got them just popping up all over. You, you run into little sucker holes to get out of them, and then that wind coming off of them, and, Man, the seas get huge. It's it's not much yeah. fun when it's like that. Spend all day you know, running away from long. stuff. Does not take long for those storms to uh to turn up a good day, man. And so that's why I always tell tell folks, you know, they're like, I get a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Sharky, it's two to threes. I got a twenty six foot boat. You know, should I go? And I'm like, you know, man, you just got to be ready for you know, something like that to happen, even on a beautiful summer day, you know, and and if you're not ready for five to sixes real quick, you know, maybe you ought to wait for, for a different day. Cause it'll Man, happen I've seen it go from dead flat out there to just, uh, Hey, we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of weather, that's you right. know, it just, Hey, that's what you deal with in, in the Gulf of Mexico. Gulf is just, you know, it's not a friendly place. You got to respect that's right. it. You have to, man. You know, about it's funny you say that about, you know, shoot, March, April rolls around, and I get super excited for offshore season, and then I got this little knot in the pit of my stomach because I know, you know, I know that sometime during the season on at least a trip or two, it's going to be a good butt pucker moment, you know? Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you. Well, so I that's... think about those, and I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Pucker factor. Pucker factor, bud. We've had – we haven't had anything too too crazy this season. We've been pretty blessed, but you know, it just it's just not if it's when, you know, it's just gonna happen. Oh, it is. You spend enough time out there, it's gonna get you. It's gonna yep. happen. It's gonna get you and you better just be you Prepared. better just be ready for it. Better be ready for it, because it's a coming, buddy. Well. It's a coming. Well, We'll see what today brings, man. I'm thinking I'm going to start off fishing uh, fishing some popping corks, live shrimp in the channel, see if we can put a nice few specks in the boat, and then uh, blast out. And I'd really like to try to free shrimp this morning at the jetty, see if we can put a nice box of trout together this morning. Yes, so. that's, always a, that's always a favorite. Have you, have you seen any really monsters come off the rocks this year, you know, from all of 
cruising you know, no early in the summer like, like you know eight or nine pound specs yeah i heard early in the summer there was a couple boats that were doing uh that were doing pretty well with that you know we've shoot i think uh chris got this he got a 28 this year okay. uh, you know which is a solid fish i think that thing would probably weigh seven and a half eight pounds mm-hmm. um and so there's we've caught a few a few toads uh, I heard of a real monstrous one, I believe, early June that was caught on the jetties that was apparently double digit. Ooh, so that's I didn't sweet. put my eyes on it, but that's yeah. a good fish. If so, that's a doozy. So well, we'll see. With man. the state of the fishery, I mean, if you want a really big one, that's kind of the place to be is on them rocks out there. They're just yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's some. Uh, there's some giant fish lurking around out there. There is. There is. And it's, you know, it's that time of year where you got your shad flickering in there and your finger bullet are pushed up on the rocks and you start seeing a couple of uh, live bait going berserk up on them rocks, buddy. It's uh, it's likely that there's a big old trout chasing after them. I'm with you. So, you just got to get your bait up there and hold on and get ready for it. But right place, right time, right moment. It can happen. That's it. You just never and know. right date, right everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, get, you get lucky out there every now and then, but it helps kind of having a general knowledge of what you're throwing. And <laughs> oh, it does. I mean, that's uh, you got to stay on top of it. it makes yeah. a difference. You do. Well. I tell you what, Bucky's look like a parking lot, man. It looks like a lot of folks are out out on the water today. So be safe, everybody. And weekend warriors, here they come, baby. Time to go fish. (laughs) All right, Shocky. Well, hey, buddy, I'll let you get to it, man. If somebody wants to call you about coming down and hooking up with all you guys and doing some fishing, give them some info. Come on with it, man. Let's go make some memories. Hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing with no G charters.com that's outcastfishingcharters.com you can check out our trip packages pricing and availability right there on our website and we'd love to get you out there get your boat up on a monster have a blessed weekend everybody God bless y'all and be safe on the water we hope to see you out there making some memories all right michael hey have a good one be safe and i'll talk to you next week hang in there i'll talk to you next week brother see you man see you man all right, that's Sharky Marquez down in G-Town. Time for our top of the hour break now. National Anthem coming up. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.